good, you guys. Y'all are awake. I love it. Um, obviously, I am not Mark Burkhart. I look a little bit different. I am his daughter, Ashlyn, to those of you who don't know me. And I'm so honored and blessed to be able to stand up here and uh, kind of share the word with you guys and share my heart with you all today. And so uh, I'm really, really excited to get this started. And to start off, I thought, what's the best way um, to kind of get this the ball rolling today? And I thought, hey, how about I share a story about my very own dad? And don't worry, it is not the embarrassing one. I'll share the embarrassing stories next time. So don't freak out too much. Yes, if you'll let me have it next time. So I thought I'd ease into this one. My dad, I love this man so much. Uh, he's my biggest hero, and I look up to him so much. And there's one thing that he always does, and it cracks me up. Whenever he's, even in the good times and the bad, when I'm at home, he'll be there singing his heart out to the like old hymns or some of the new contemporary stuff. He'll be standing there ironing, doing a little jig, and just worshiping God. And I think it's so great. It's adorable. So I thought I'd kind of start off the morning with that. It's not too embarrassing. Sorry, Dad, if you're blushing. But there's one song that he sings, and it's an old hymn, and it's the words of it go like this. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. I don't know if you guys remember that song or have ever heard it. It's a little bit older for the younger generation over here. I wouldn't have ever heard it if it wasn't for my father. Um, but the rest of the verses go, the world behind me, the cross before me, though none go with me, still I will follow. And you guys kind of get the picture where I'm going here. Um, I was sitting there thinking about that song, and I was like, wow, if you really listen to the lyrics of some of the songs that we're singing, are you really ready to follow Jesus? Are you really ready to leave the world behind you, though none go with you? And I sat there, and I was just thinking about that, and I was like, man, I don't know how I'd answer this some of the time. And so um, today we're going to look at the Gospel of Luke um, and see what it's like to truly follow Christ. So my purpose this morning is to get us to look at a fresh look of what it means to give our lives fully over to Jesus and not just talk about it. Uh, I'm going to be honest, this isn't an easy message for me. I'm kind of stepping out of my comfort zone and trying something new, so bear with me. This whole public speaking thing, yes. But I'm trusting God that he's going to take care of us and that his words will be on my tongue and that the Holy Spirit will speak through me. So, yes. So before we get started in the word, I just wanted to pray with you guys. So if you all bow your heads, we're going to get started. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to get up here and to speak and share your word, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for every heart and every person that's in here, Lord God, today, that you will just open their, their hearts, Lord God, and reveal yourself to them in a new way, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for encouraging their spirits, Lord God, to want more of you, Lord God, to never settle for enough of you, Lord God, but they will always push for more and more of you, Lord. Um, I thank you just so much for everyone here, Lord, and just their lives and what a blessing they are to me and my family and this church, Lord God. And I just thank you for them right now, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, for just moving in this church and this body, Lord God, and to all the churches that are proclaiming your word this Sunday morning, Lord, that just you will just pour your spirit out for us to all of them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, if you guys will turn your Bibles to Luke, we're going to go to chapter 9. And verse 23 through 26, we're going to start out, and I believe we have it up on the slides. Perfect. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them 
when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. Then we're going to skip down to verse 57, and it says, And they were walking along the road, and a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Uh, he said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service and the kingdom of God. And to me, this passage really comes down to one thing, and that's comfort. Are we comfortable as Christians to step out of our comfort zones and to follow Christ and the plan that he has for us? And um, for at least for me, I'm going to share from my heart that sometimes I get so comfortable in what my plans are and stuff like that that I don't seek after God's plan. And that's where things get dangerous is because I'm comfortable in what my plans are. So today we're going to look at three areas in particular where comfort gets in the way with our walk with God. And that's in our outward living, our outpouring in worship, and our outreach to those who need Jesus. So if we, as we start off, we're going to look at comfort in our outward living. Uh, and quite frankly, this is where we're going to spend most of our time. Um, and before I get too far into this, the first point is going to be comfort in general. And I want to say I'm a big fan of comfort. I am a southern girl who has experienced Texas heat. I like places that have air conditioning. I like a home that has air conditioning, a car that has air conditioning, a church that has air conditioning. I am very, I am a lover of comfort. I have my comfy sweatpants. I have my comfy t-shirt. I absolutely love comfort. But sometimes comfort can be kind of dangerous because it can interfere with our spiritual growth. And uh, many people, uh, it can interfere with their worship and it can interfere with their evangelism. And so um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I say we because I'm guilty of all of this stuff. So I'm right here with you guys. I'm kind of sharing from my heart of what I've been through. And I know that I'm not the only one. So, But um, sometimes we get so comfortable uh, being comfortable and looking good doing it that really nothing else matters. So let me kind of give you an example of kind of my story of just something that I'm comfortable in and God's really challenged me. I am not a morning person. For the people that know me, don't really talk to me before 10 a.m. I'm not going to be very with it or anything like that. I'm, you know, it's, it's rough. But God has really challenged me this year to get up, set my alarm, and make time for God. Yes, it is not a comfortable thing getting up earlier than I want to, but I've made it a priority. And I told, me and my mom were talking the other day, and uh, we were talking about exercising and all this stuff, and I go, whatever is important to me, I'm going to make time for. And if I could make time to go for a run in the morning and wake up earlier because I was so concerned about my health, shouldn't I be even more concerned about my spiritual health and wake up early and spend some time in the Word? So that's kind of an example for me in my life of how kind of comfort in general, sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone. you got to get a little uneasy. But I need that time in the Word, so I'm willing to get uncomfortable for it. Um, and kind of another point that I want to talk about comfort, this one's a tough one for me, and it's entertainment. Um, in the world today, there's just so many movies and music and stuff like that that are just so full of profanity and sexuality and all that stuff. 
and we've just become comfortable with it. Uh, where Christians aren't really making a stand anymore for Christ and just their boundaries and their morals, and we've just become comfortable with it. That's a struggle for me because I love comedy movies. I love romantic movies. I'm a movie guru. I love them. But now I've kind of had to take a stand and be like, you know what, I'm going to wait for that to come out on DVD and watch it through the clear play, which edits the movies. Or, you know what, I'm not even going to see that because clear play would only make it like five minutes long. That looks really inappropriate. So I'm going to have to refrain. Um, But the whole thing in this is with entertainment, if I'm going with my friends to go see an R-rated movie that I know is going to be full of profanity and sexuality and all that stuff, what the real question that kind of I have to think on is how is this going to reflect me around the people that I surround myself with and how is this going to reflect Christ because if I'm proclaiming to be a Christian and yet I'm going to do all the things that people who don't claim Christ as their Lord and Savior then what's my real difference I've just lost my saltiness in the world like my dad's talked about being the salt and the light in the in the world so That's one thing that I kind of want to challenge you guys because God's really challenged that with me recently. So whenever we're honest with that question of how is this reflecting me and how is this reflecting Christ and kind of seeking God after that, that's when he can really move in our lives. And that's whenever we can really make a stand and not just give God lip service, but actually live a life reflecting Christ. And so my next little point here under comfort is comfort in avoiding persecution. We are so blessed to live in a country where we are able to have free religion and be able to meet in a church like this and proclaim Christ and not be afraid of physical persecution. But there actually are men and women in the world today that we don't really think about that have decided to give their life to Christ and are serving him and are risking their lives every day, like in China, Indonesia, Saudi Arabia. And these people they're uh, following Christ, they're not just going to church on Sunday and then pretending the rest of the week. These people are an all or nothing thing when it comes to following Christ. And that to their very core being, they will do whatever it takes to follow Christ. And uh, one thing, just thinking about that, sitting there and I was thinking, wow, we are so blessed to live in a country where we're able to worship God freely and we don't have to fear persecution. But then I thought at the same time, we kind of are facing persecution in a way, but it's a persecution not physical, but of our pride. And it's something that sometimes we're so prideful that we're not willing to share the gospel. And we're like, oh, I'm too embarrassed to share the gospel. Well, that right there is hindering Christ from giving you the opportunity to share the word because of your pride. And so one thing uh, that kind of hit me was like, we may not be facing the physical persecution, But the persecution of our pride is actually an amazing thing that us in the United States have to face. So it's just one of those things about taking up our cross daily that we talked about earlier, that comfortable Christianity isn't anywhere in Scripture, that God doesn't promise us an easy life as Christians, but he does promise us a full life. So, Um, Okay, so for my second point today, we're going to talk about the outpouring in worship. Uh, We've talked a little bit about outward living, so now we're going to look at comfort invading the outpouring in our worship and in our worship styles. And um, this is something that I've dealt with, and I know many of y'all probably have too, that we get so comfortable in the routine of worship. We know we can come in here, Dino will lead us in a beautiful song, we can sing them, the lyrics are on there, and then while we're singing it, we're probably thinking of, hmm, what am I going to have for lunch? Hmm, oh, I like that lady's dress. Oh, look at those shoes. Oh, I wonder if, they, if I brush the back of my hair. You know, all these things are running through your mind. 
But God really wants us to step out of our mindset and our comfort zones and be like, you know what, God, I'm going to give you my heart today. All the words that I'm speaking, I'm going to mean. I'm not really comfortable raising my hands, but God, I kind of feel the spirit moving in me to, you know, raise my hands. This is kind of awkward, but I'm trusting you. Or maybe getting down on your knees and worshiping and giving your all to God. Whenever you open up yourself and step out of your comfort zone and your norm of worship, that's when the spirit can really lead. I'm not saying that you have to be on your knees and flat face for worship. There's no right or wrong to worship. It's all in your heart and the willingness that you give Christ the vulnerability, and that's really when um, Christ can move. And so he can really open up our hearts and we can see what happens from there. Also, kind of another thing is that there's this comfortableness and this attitude that if it's comfortable and easy for me to come to church, say my favorite program isn't on, the Rangers aren't on, the Cowboys aren't on, my favorite, we have unlimited movies this weekend on cable, then I'll go to church, you know, if it's easy and comfortable to me. But like I said earlier, it's an all or nothing deal that um, either you are so hungry for the word and so eager to spend time in Christ or there's no point at all. And so it's either one or the other. And my third point, this one is kind of where my heart's really at, um, especially over the past few months. And I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, The last area of comfort this morning is outreach to the lost. And this comes in two forms, in our lifestyles and telling others about Christ. In our lifestyles, kind of like we talked about earlier with the entertainment, how is our life reflecting Christ? Is the actions that we do, the way we speak to our family and our coworkers and our friends reflecting Christ? Is the things that we're doing, the movies that we're seeing, um, is that reflecting Christ? Um, And also telling others about him. Um, And this right here is, kind of a tough part for a lot of Christians because most of them are like, oh, well, I'll serve, I'll set up tables, you know, I like working the background type thing, and that's where I was at. I was like, you give me an agenda to do stuff in the background where no one sees me, and I will serve you, Lord, but he's really stirred in my spirit, and I know that it's a stirring in the body of Christ because clearly they're on top of it with those evangelism classes and stuff like that, um, that everyone is called that knows Christ, just share the word, that it's to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. And so um, today I really want to encourage you guys that it's okay to be a little bit nervous and to go out and evangelize. This is one thing that over the past few months God's really pushed me in, and I thank God for it every day. I had the opportunity to go and sit through evangelism classes at UTA, uh, similar to what we're going to do here at Lake House, and I was able to get some key scriptures and stuff like that, but my first time going out, the enemy was coming against me, and he was like, you are not a theologian, you just know a few scriptures, you don't really know what you're doing, these people are going to reject you, all this stuff, and I sat there, and I was like, I don't know if this is what I really want to do, God, I was like, I don't know, this is kind of scary, but you know what, the second I stepped out in faith, and I did it, God took care of the rest. The the Holy Spirit was just speaking through me. It was nothing of my head knowledge, but it was all through my heart. And I think that people can really sense that whenever you're sharing the word, that if it's just memorized scriptures and stuff like that, and there's no heart behind it, and people aren't seeing your passion, that that's just void words. But you know what? That if you're speaking from your heart and you're allowing Christ to use you, that God's going to do some amazing things. And so if we look again 
um, at Luke 9, 26. It says, if anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him. And I sure do not want the Son of Man to be ashamed of me. It's okay sometimes to humble yourself. It's difficult, uh, but it's doable. And let God move through you because then he's going to do some amazing things. And so we really, I want to encourage you guys that we really do need to tell people for the need of Christ. Though we do live in the Bible Belt, as they call it, and we do live in Texas, and we live in a great nation where we can share uh, the gospel freely, you'd be amazed at how many people, if you ask them, can you tell me what the gospel is, that they aren't able to repeat it back to you. And it's shocking, because you would think that we live in such an amazing country. Everyone knows who Jesus is. Everyone knows what he's done. But you'd be amazed at how many people don't actually know the word of God. And God has placed those people in your life, whether it's at a checkout stand at the grocery store, whether it's a coworker or a teacher, anyone, a friend, God's placed them in your life for a reason. That's not just by accident. And so he wants you to step up and take a step of faith and get out of your comfort zone and to tell them the good news and the gospel because the gospel uh, is the power of God and the salvation to all who believe. So I really do encourage you guys to get out and kind of step out of your comfort zone and share the gospel. So sorry if this kind of seems a little bit heavy, but this is what's really been on my heart recently. And so I was like, I need to share this with them because, um, yeah, this is just what God's really been speaking to me. And it, it's not by accident that we've started evangelism classes. I didn't even know we were going to do that. So you'll have no excuse not to be prepared for evangelism now. I really encourage you guys to go out to that. Um, and so the scripture that we read earlier, if anyone would follow me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Um, I'm really convinced that if the body of Christ really took that to heart um, and took other scriptures like that seriously, that we'd see revival in this country like we've never seen before. Because if people saw Christians really living for Christ, they would get past all the excuses and disappointments that they've seen in the, and the hurt that they've seen in the church. And they would see a group of people that are completely sold out for Christ and that the Holy Spirit's working through them and doing powerful things. So before we dismiss, um, I kind of wanted to talk to you guys. Um, I know most of y'all in the room, and I know that um, most of y'all have a relationship with Jesus Christ as your Savior, but there's some of y'all that I don't know. And there's some of y'all that I don't know where your spiritual walk is with Christ. Yeah, you may have said a prayer a long time ago and made Christ your Savior, but you haven't really made him Lord of your life. And so um, this is one thing that's kind of been on my heart, and I wanted to share it with y'all, that there is no uh, life like a life in Christ, that uh, though he doesn't promise it to be easy, he does promise it to be fulfilling. Um, Jesus says in John 10:10 10, 10, that the thief comes to still kill and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and life to the full. Um, and that Jesus is offering you guys a full life, and that it's not, um, and that's not even the best part. He's also offering you a life where you can spend eternity with him in heaven. Um, and the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We all deserve hell, but Jesus offers us heaven uh, for all who take it. And the Bible goes on to say that if we confess, excuse me, with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And all who call on the Lord will be saved. Isn't that an amazing promise, you guys? And so I really encourage you guys to call on Christ for forgiveness. Um, and he will help you turn from all of your sins. Um, and also call on him for eternal life. 
because he's there for you. And in this very moment, when you give your life to Christ, it guarantees a life with eternity with him. And so in a moment, we're going to pray, and uh, I'd like to give you guys the opportunity. But before we do that, I wanted to point out that there is another verse, that song that we started off with this morning. And it says, will you decide now to follow Jesus? Won't you do that today? And so I really do encourage you guys to think about that, that as you're singing songs in worship, am I really meaning that? Is my heart really wanting to follow Christ no matter what? Though none go with me, that I'm willing to stand alone and follow Christ. No matter all my plans and everything that I have, am I willing to let go of all of that and put Christ first? So we're going to say a prayer for those who want to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then we're going to pray for those who want to like rededicate their life um, and make Christ their Lord, not just their Savior. So if you guys will bow your heads, we're going to pray. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sin and rose from the grave to give me life. Please forgive me change my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I now confess Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I am saved. Amen. Angels are rejoicing in heaven for those who have given their life to Christ, who have said in their heart, God, I need you. I need you to save me. And I really want to pray for you guys because uh, there's just something about giving, rededicating your life and saying, God, I know that I asked you to be my Savior long ago, but I honestly, I don't know if I've really been living for you that I would drop everything and follow you, like we talked about earlier, that I've been picking up my cross daily. I So I want to pray for you guys, just for all of you, if y'all want to bow your heads one more time, uh, for those who just have the Holy Spirit stirring in them, saying that, maybe that they haven't been following Christ daily, that they haven't been uh, putting him first in their life. I just wanted to pray over you guys. Uh, yeah, so if you guys would bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all of these wonderful people in here, Lord God. I thank you so much for their lives, Lord, and I thank you, Father, that you love them and that you have great plans for their lives, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you will just encourage their spirits right now, Lord, that uh, every day as they wake up, Lord God, that they'll just have a hunger and thirst after you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that just uh, you will encourage their spirits, Lord God, and just as the enemy comes against them, Lord God, that the enemy has been defeated, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that just as we wake up and put our feet on the ground, Lord God, that we will declare that we will follow you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for opening up opportunities, Lord God, for these people to share your word, Lord. I thank you, Father, for boldness and courage in their lives, Lord. I thank you, Father, just so much for their lives right now, Lord God, that you do have a great plan for them and that you will see it till it's finished, Lord God. And I thank you so much for just encouraging them, Lord, today. And I thank you, Father, that just the words that you've given me and that the Holy Spirit has spoken through me, Lord God, will take heart and encourage their spirits and that it will challenge them. And I thank you so much for their lives, their precious, precious lives. Um, and I thank you, Father, for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today, and I really do appreciate it, and thank you. <laughs> Thanks.
and I do love you guys. Y'all are like family to me, so come on up here, Dad. Let's give her another hand. <laughs> and getting you out this early, you may be asked to speak again by the people, so I don't know. <laughs> I had to do a lot of traveling this week, and I was in several cities, and, and before I left, I, I asked her, I said, would you be willing to get up and just share your art? And at first, I don't know if, uh, if uh, that was the greatest idea, but I, I saw the Holy Spirit working in her over a period of time, and she came and she said, yeah, I'd, I'd like to speak. I'd like to step out of my comfort zone. And then she told me what she was going to be speaking on, and I... I always thought that she's the one that always jumps in the deep end of the water. She takes on topics, and I, would, I thought you did an excellent job, and I'm very proud of you, sweetheart. You know, it's also good to see the next generation, because there is so much bombardment that this generation has that, that even my generation didn't have, and it's great to see young people that are sold out for Christ, who love God, who are passionate, and have a calling on their life, and are willing to step out of their comfort zone. You know, maybe we need to step out of our comfort zone, and I want to invite you. I'm, we're going to be starting some very simple classes. And if you want to come and just learn some scripture, that's great. And then if you say, you know, I'm, I'm willing to even take that next step. I want to go out and, and actually talk to people. We're, we're going to pair you up with somebody who's more experienced in evangelism your first few times. And then I just pray that the Holy Spirit will come so on you, you're like, I'm ready to go out on my own. But, you know, that's how we're going to make a difference in this community. That's how we're going to change this world. It's going to be through prayer and fasting. I'm going to be talking to you about that next week also, about as a church. We need to, to go into prayer and fasting and sharing our faith. And so I want to start planting the seeds in your heart right now to just start challenging you. Say, God, is there something that you want me to do? Is it the direction? And is it time for me to step out of my comfort zone? So I, your message lined up perfectly for, for where we're going next week. So, amen. So, well, listen, if y'all stand, I'd like to speak a blessing over you. I want to encourage you to keep praying for our worship team, for Kristen and I. We are going with victory through situations, okay? Because the greater one resides in us. But we need your prayers. I have never pleaded for you before to pray for our worship team, for this church, like I have through this season. And I pray that it's not just a in the year on Sunday morning and out the year Sunday morning and you remember it next week. I pray that you'll lead, uh, remember our, our worship team and our, our church and the calling and the passion. Because that's what we're drawn together as a family to do, to pray and lift up each other. So as we speak the blessing, May the Lord bless you and may he protect you. And may the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. So go in his peace. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you so much. Thank you for coming today. God bless you.